What's up, cheeseheads? Before we get into today's podcast, we wanted to tell you about what Ethan and I have been up to in 2022. Something very exciting. It's a new product that we have launched for employee engagement called the Pool Boys. E, tell them what's up. That's right. So right here, as you can see, the Pool Boys, what we want to do is create an awesome environment for your office pools. So we're going to come in, we're going to run everything for small business owners, large business owners, basically business owners, where we want to come in, provide an awesome red carpet experience where we up the engagement, up the fun by running your office pools, whether it be March Madness, we got some fun fall offerings, whether it be college football pick them, NFL pick them, Survivor, we got you covered no matter what the pool is, we are your boys for it. So let's get going. That's right. This is an employee engagement play. If you're having any trouble at all with retention or engagement or even internal communication, let the pool boys take a look and show you some of the products that we can offer. We shoot customized videos with these handsome fellas and we send them to your team and we talk trash about your people. It's so much fun. I got (laughs) to tell you. We build you up too. Don't worry. It's not just trash, but there is a lot of trash. There is some trash. All right, guys, check us out at www.thepoolboys.net and we're going to get into the episode now. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, K-Troll, on the mic, season two, folding the cheese, let's go, LFG, keeping it PG in here. We are here to tell you everything you need to know about fantasy football, real football, betting on football, making that cash money. And I am joined today, as always, by the main man, my number two, my number one, half the time, Ethan Gelfan. What's up, brother? I was going to say, I better be that number one. Ain't <laughs> nobody's number two. Come on, Camp. I'm Ain't number no one. Kick. I, I was going to call you the Byron Pringle to my Justin Fields, but uh, I'm going to let know. that one. I'm going to let that one lay down for a little bit. I am going to let you have that one. I know Justin Fields is your guy. So at least, why couldn't you give me like Darnell Mooney? I mean, he's kind of the rising star. You know, he's the number one. So that's all I'm saying. They've already got the chemistry going, but wait till you see my man Pringle on the field. Wait till you see it. Okay, I guess I will be waiting. Although, let's be honest, I ain't going to be watching too many Bears games. But <laughs> You live in Lions country. You're going to see uh, the Bears. I'll have at least to see twice. At, least, at least twice a year. You're right. That's an opportunity yeah. for a Lions W. You got to watch those <laughs> games. Did they split last year? I already forgot. I know they blew the first chance because they were like, this is when the Lions are going to get their first win. And then <laughs> they messed that up. But did they get the second one? I can't remember. You know what? It's been a hot minute since we saw some football, and that's why we're doing this episode today because we got to get back into the grind here. We've got coverage on a bunch of different teams, yes, and it's been a long layoff, and so but, we're excited to be here, but we, we've forgotten all the stuff. We have literally forgotten what the NFL is, but I did see a sweet meme or whatever, but it said, uh, now that we're in the month of August, there will be football on every month until February. I was like, yes. God Thank bless you. It. You know, it's starting with college, but we still get NFL preseason, so that counts as something. But I was yep. just like, that is spectacular point. So I'm, welcome I'm back at that. To I'm at that point in the year where I'll watch training camps. I don't care. I'll, and I'll watch <laughs> scrimmage games of like college teams. I'm like, oh, the Pittsburgh scrimmage game is on. Yeah, oh. gold versus blue. And I'm like, sweet, turn it on. <laughs> I will watch this. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care. Hey, by the way, who are you rocking today? So I have a tradition of, and you've known this pretty well. This is one of my Titans jerseys. Yes, uh, I have a tradition of buying a jersey, and the player that I buy the jersey of being either cut from the team or retiring or suffering a horrific injury and never playing again for the rest of their life. Um, And so this is a Dory Jackson from the Titans, who was a stud corner that we had. And the year after I bought this jersey, 
of course, they trade him away or let him go to free agency to the Giants. So this you know is my what? Dory Jackson jersey. I have to give you props because you don't see too many people rocking like our star cornerback. You know, it's yeah. like our star left tackle right here. <laughs> he was a so, stud, man. I really liked him. That's fair. That's he fair. was a baller. I didn't. I could have gone Kevin Byard. He'd probably be the bigger name in the secondary at least. But what are you gonna do, right? Yeah. What happened to Ryan Clarkson? That was my guy. I I don't know. I don't know who that is. Anyway, moving on. Kelly Clarkson. I do. Oh, don't even get me started on Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> are you rocking the Kelly Clarkson shirt right now? Wait, what are you rocking? What what's what you going on in there? Stranger Things, man. Okay. Think- All right. This was actually season two. Although I was trying to figure out who everybody was, and I couldn't. I couldn't. They all look like Yetis. Yeah. So they're all on their bikes. But I think it was season two. But like the the characters didn't add up. So I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, just finished Stranger Things. Spectacular. You and I talked about it. Uh, I I thought this was the final season. So like I'm watching the finale. I'm like, how are they going to wrap everything up? Are they going to get them? And then boom. Nope. Whole nother season coming in. But I know. I know. I thought they tied up some some loose ends really well this year. But to your point. They also left some room for one last epic adventure. They're gonna have to kill off some of the main characters pretty soon. Oh. I mean, they got it. These guys are these teenagers are surviving a little too much. A little too much. I mean, really, the only one who's really been surviving too much is definitely Steve. Steve's surviving. Oh, Steve mean, is the best. I love I love Dad Steve. He's the best, or babysitter Steve. He is the best. Yeah. Uh, he survived too much. Uh, I mean, Mike. Mike just sucks. Let's be honest. Mike he sucks, sucks. now. Yeah. Uh, Will survived way too much. Obviously, he was. What was in the upside down? He was possessed. He was for in, God's sake, he's, he's been through year. everything. <laughs> so yes, there will be some major deaths. But all right, I feel like we're going to get down to that later in the year. I was a fan of the new additions this year with Eddie and Argyle and the Russian guy. I thought they were all really good. Argyle was so so for me. He was too much of like your classic stoner trope. I was like, okay, like, the show kind of needed something like that. A little bit of levity. Would you say what they tried to do with Surfer Boy Pizza is what they did with Scoops Ahoy in season three? Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for the next brand. Can't wait. <laughs> That's true. It's like a taco truck. Like, it's merchant is genius, really. And they're gonna sell how many how many Surfer Boy Pizza shirts do you think they've sold so far? I mean they're just many, they're gonna be blowing it out. I'm not gonna lie. I am probably gonna go name drop Coles. Watch out. Woo-hoo. See if they have like a Hellfire Club shirt. Yeah, know. right? Every time they brand anything. Look oh. at Kate Bush. I mean, anytime they brand anything, it just blows up. So, so it's a marketing somehow, genius. Can we somehow retcon the start of folding the cheese that it was around in the eighties? Talk to the Duffer Brothers. Say, hey, just drop a drop a name. <laughs> it would be golden. If you're listening to this and you know the Duffer Brothers, hook it up. Yes, please. Hook it yes, up. Please. Obviously, turn but, them on to our incredible content as well. Oh, obviously, that's obviously. number one. That is number one. We got a big show ahead of us today, E. We got to get to business because we're going to cover two entire divisions of NFL teams. We're going to talk about last season a little bit. We're going to preview this season for them. We're going to talk about some of the new players and the fantasy impacts of those players. Uh, before we jump into that, I want to talk about some news around the league. We've got a couple of big heavy but hitters that got to come through here. Before we get in, can we just acknowledge happy season two, man? I don't think we officially happy season two. You know, we had a great season one, a lot of fun, learned a lot, sucked a lot at times, but we figured it out. Uh, so I'm just pumped to be back. Football's back. Season two. Let's go. So sorry. Let's go back into your news right now. Well, that's a good point because we're also on video for season right. two. So if you're listening to this in your car, as you often do, or at your office, 
check us out on our YouTube page. What is it? What is it? YouTube.com slash Fulham the Cheese. What is it? You're too old. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry we'll about link it. it in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> it's it, on the you YouTube. You type on the little keyboard thing. And... Did you ever? Okay, real quick side note. Did you ever see uh, it's a kid movie? It's great. Uh, Mitchell's versus the machines. No. Ugh. I feel like you're the dad who knows like nothing about technology or a website. Easy. So he's, he's fighting Easy. these robots. He's trying to get on YouTube and he doesn't know what. Anyway, first of all, highly recommend Mitchell's versus the machines. One, go see it. And then two, you're the dad. All right. Well, I know nothing about social media, but I I'm okay with technology. Just social media <laughs> really throws me for a loop. It does. Uh, all right. So we had some, some pretty big news uh, actually this weekend and into today, even that I think is going to be, groundbreaking is going to be big for the season the biggest news everyone's been kind of waiting to see what happened deshaun watson it has been handed down a six week suspension six game suspension for deshaun watson so probably on the lighter end of what most people predicted at this point yep um so i I guess that's if you want to call it good news from a fantasy perspective that's good news it's uh, news. You'll see we'll a lot of him. It's news. <laughs> it's news. You'll see. You'll see eleven games of him this season, barring yep. injury, on our new team in Cleveland. So uh, we'll be interested to see what happens there. Don't really want to get into the analysis of that just yet. We'll we'll save that for when we cover the Browns. Right. Um, we found out today too. Alvin Kamara. It looks like at least the news that I saw this morning. It looks like his trial is probably going to get pushed back at least sixty days. Probably season. It doesn't sound like it's actually going to happen during this fantasy season. So you're you're probably going to have Camara all year long. All year. And I did one draft already. And I've done some mock drafts. He was kind of dropping. Third, well, he was like third, fourth round, you know, most of the time. And so now I think he's going to spring right back up. Yeah. Probably like a second rounder, um, just in case he lose a little bit of time and and some changes in the offense and coaching and all that. But pretty big news. That's pretty that big is. news. And I, I know, as you said, we'll talk about when we get to the Browns, but it will be interesting to see where Deshaun's, you know, draft st- uh, place will be. That will be yeah. interesting to talk about too. He's tough to rank. I will tell you that too. Yeah, I started my initial rankings for the season, and it's it's hard to it's hard to think about should I rank him knowing he's going to miss the games and what right. you're going to get when you get him, or do you rank him for total points or? Well, it's, it's like that year new uh, system and everything. It was like after Deflategate, Tommy had four missed games, so it's like. I mean, he's still at that. What that he year was balled like. out when he came back. Exactly, <laughs> the anger like, balled out through all of you. <laughs> I'm going to drop 80 so points every week. <laughs> so true. So true. Um, Debo got his deal. He got a three-year, seventy-plus million dollar deal. My boy Debo. So I'm happy for him. He is going to be happy and playing all season. But Kyler, okay, real again, I know we're going to go into these guys when we when we do our team breakdowns. But like his biggest holdup in the offseason is that he didn't want to be a dual threat. And now he's got so many clauses in his contract about being a dual threat, and he's all jacked for it. It's like, what is going on? It's called leverage, my man. Is that ever, leverage? Ever negotiated <laughs> it- anything before? Yeah, he's like, ah, man, I'm not sure about running the ball. And they're like, okay, fine. We'll give you more money if you run the ball. He's like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> but the funny thing is, if you look at it, so he had like a big, obviously he had a big year running this year. Uh, he had, what, 380 yards on the ground. His claws, it's like if he gets over 500. It's like, that's like that's a lot of rushing yards. He it's ain't going to that. I don't know. I mean, that's, what is that like? How many is In that In the backfield, we still got Elijah Mitchell. You still got... Uh, who am I blanking on? Jeff Wilson. I, yeah. They got rid of Mostert. He's down in Miami now. Your boy. You still have to draft him, though. Well, they got uh, Trey Sermon. is going to be rolling back Trey out Sermon. this year. A, I was like, the Ohio State guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's only, if you think about it, it's only like 35 yards a game or so. It's not that many. So, really, 
he could get there. Um, I don't know. I think he could do it. Kyler got himself a deal, but he's got to watch film now. So that's like a new thing for him. That's uh, a new did, thing. They struck that out of the deal because all the publicity <laughs> yeah. was bad. But I mean, I, like I think the point was made. Hey, Kyler, like we'd like for you to study a little bit. Yeah, your franchise quarterback. We'd like for you to actually watch film. Um, I was here, like, I was watching, listening to ESPN radio, and they're like, what if they just loaded the entire playbook into Madden and then just simulated everything? Like, does that count? Because they were saying, like, he's addicted to video games. So, like, oh, just load everything up. Like, dude, this is your franchise quarterback. You're talking about putting things into a video game, but new again, generation technology, you can do it this way. <laughs> that's right. New gen- I prefer the paper playbook. That's this <laughs> you can just stack it, it in there. Give me that massive thing. Sleep on it. Okay. Um, Baker Mayfield got traded to Carolina during our offseason, the Fold and the Cheese offseason. So he is supposed to be their new starter. Apparently, they're okay. splitting reps with him and Sam Darnold in, in camp. Baker is a new starter in Carolina. I think this isn't like a huge, huge deal, but it does solidify some of the other players. It's He's a competent quarterback, a solid quarterback, maybe even a good quarterback. Not a great quarterback, maybe Not a great quarterback. quarterback. But he's certainly better than Sam Dumbass, so I think he'll be an upgrade <laughs> for DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, for that matter, even though they got off on the wrong foot. <laughs> Robbie Anderson's like, no, no, don't come here. <laughs> he just says, no. Yeah. Uh, but well, I was just reading. So technically, Darnold. I mean, I guess the rule hasn't declared who QB one is yet. But Darnold's been with the first team, and Baker's been with the second team. But I guess Baker's just dropping dimes. <laughs> yeah, no, they're splitting reps. From what I've heard, they split yeah. reps, and it was just stupid. You want a new quarterback to a new system to get as many reps with this team as he can. So it's ridiculous that you're going to cr- try and create this little competition. Like everyone has seen I Sam think- Darnold play. I think everyone in the world knows. Yeah, you're not the starter anymore, bro. <laughs> I think Matt Rule is just kind of being nice that he just doesn't want to murder Sam Darnold's confidence, like just as a human being. You the know, kids already murdered his own confidence about yeah. the boy vert dominating in life and all that. Like, I just feel like Sam Darnold just keeps getting crapped on. He's like, let's just let's just give him like a little slimmer. Just give him something. Throw him the smallest of bones. He that's craps just... on himself. Like he's like he's like I've seen ghosts out there. I'm scared. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? I don't know. He's he'll be fine. Again, be he's fine. making good money. He'll be fine. And then the last thing I uh, we saw this past weekend was that Julio headed to Tampa Bay. Yep. Uh, I'm not excited about this for any reason because he was in Tennessee last year and he was total garbage. He was. I don't know if it says anything about Chris Godwin's health. Apparently, he's not going to be on the 100%. pup list to start to start camp. So there's a chance Godwin doesn't miss time. I think we'd heard earlier in the in the spring and summer that Godwin's likely going to miss a decent amount of time. They brought in Russell Gage, so. I don't know what it's going to mean. We'll we'll get to it when we cover the Bucks, but I know what it's going to mean. It just means Tommy Boy is going to have another freaking target to go off on. It's like when they sign Antonio Brown; like you get him cheap on the dollar. It's just like, damn it, man! I was really pulling for the Patriots to get him. Well, one, I really wanted Allen Robinson on the Patriots. I thought that would have been an amazing fit. I think reclamation project just for himself to prove himself. Didn't get him, so I was like, all right, long shot. Give us Julio. You know, he was garbage last year. We'll take him. Give us something because we don't. We have no big names. Devontae Parker. All right, but uh, no. Once again, I just think this is just a smart move by the Bucks. I know we're going to talk about it later, but it's just like one of those. Damn it, man! Like really. <sighs> All right. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady now gets one of the greatest receivers uh, in in the league in the league history. Really, um, I used to hold out for OBJ. I mean, maybe the Patriots will make a move there. Fine, I'll take it. He's in. He's in better shape than Julio. Yes. What do you say we dig into these previews? Let us 
do that, my friend. So let's do it. We are doing uh, some previews of some divisions coming up. So we figured we're going to start at really, you know, the most competitive divisions. You know, the ones that are that everyone's clamoring about. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't know who's going to win top to bottom. Like these divisions are spectacular. So think of Mahomes, think of Herbert, think Russell of Wilson, like Russell Wilson. Think of that kind of competitions that we're yep. talking about here. Yeah. So we decided to go with to start with. The NFC North. Because, oh, holy crap. It's going to be I, a barn burner. It will be. So I guess we're going to start off with the Packers who kind of ran away with the division. So last year, as you see, they were 13 and four. They finished first in the North. Uh, so we're just going to talk about a couple key additions, key departures, and just kind of what we see is as their keys to success, if you will. So Kemp, why don't you get us started? Yeah. So the additions is what everyone has been kind of looking for because the big departure, as you'll see, Devontae Adams, obviously, Oh dear God, why? He goes to <laughs> he goes to the Vegas to the Raiders, and now all of a sudden the Packers have no one to throw the ball to. You're no looking one. at Randall Cobb, who's like 50. You've got Alan Lazard, who's a third receiver on most teams. Who yeah, I actually like he's a solid, solid he's player. He's right for wide receiver one. He's right. Uh, yeah, that's what Rogers is saying. That's what he's saying. Good for him. They even lost Equinemius St. Brown. <laughs> so any other name they had that you thought you knew, pretty much Van gone. Scantling. Marquez Van Scantling. Valdez Scantling's gone, you know? So, I mean, they have no receiver room left. So, they draft these two kids, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. Uh, Watson's already injured. He's already, not, say, he's already hurt. practicing. So, like, he's not getting reps with Rodgers. That's not good. Romeo, from what I've read, it sounds like he's impressed in camp, but he doesn't have a lot of pedigree either. Um, it's Nevada. Like, it's he's out of Nevada. Yeah, he's out of Nevada, and Watson's out of North Dakota State. So, <laughs> Again, we kind really of we kind of like theorized about this after the draft episode, but like I wonder what if there's anything to this about not drafting big university player. I mean, Fresno State for Devontae. You know, if you if there's something about not drafting huge university pedigree players and Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if there's a combo there or not, but kind of cool. interesting. I mean, I guess Aaron so Watson was in the second round, correct? He was the very top of it. Okay. Still or the end round. or the very end of the first, maybe, but he was, yeah, he was, nah, I don't, I feel like he was second. So anyway, the reason I say that is obviously they're paying Aaron Rodgers $200 million a year to play for the Packers. <laughs> so it's like, dude, they got no money left. So you can't wait or you can't give them first round money. It's like, we got to wait till the second round to get a receiver. So we can't pay these guys. I suppose it's true. Yeah, I think they got two defensive players in the first round. Exactly. So yeah, that's, that's fair. But uh, I also think there were other guys out there that, had a bigger name for themselves that true they passed on, but whatever, it doesn't matter. They yeah. like them. They like them for some reason. So, um, and we're not NFL scouts or GMs or whatever we should be. Damn we it. should be. But uh, yeah, he's going to be throwing the ball to Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson and Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard. And maybe they make a move on OBJ at some point, but he's not going to be ready to start the season anyway. So I, you don't know. Uh, there was a lot of buzz about Julio that didn't happen. So, I think for this year, um, I'm obviously most interested in the running backs. You know, I was just going to say the same thing. I think all the receivers are flyers at this point, and you'll have you'll be able to get them late. So Alan Lazard could be the number one. Honestly, he's still going to be like an eight to tenth round kind of guy, and that yeah. could end up being a huge value if he is like he's not going to be Devontae Adams, but even if he's like a thousand yards and you know four or five touchdowns, but he gets like eighty five catches. I mean, that would be that'd be a great year. That's like a Michael Pittman kind of year. I mean, if you, you would take one, Michael yeah. Pittman. I did take Michael Pittman. I love Michael Pittman. Yeah, I would be down for that. So that's probably what you're looking at for their number one, whoever it ends up being, or it could just be a total 
wasteland spread it out everywhere. Rogers right. is going to get his. It's hard to imagine how he's going to be a top five guy with this crew, but he's going to get his somehow, some way or another, you know, top 15, probably he'll find it. He'll figure out a way. He always yeah. does. But I mean, I think you hit on it. I'm really interested to see in the backfield between Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. I mean, on a, on a different team, AJ Dillon could be the guy. Like yeah. he could be a three down back. He's a bruiser. So, but I mean, Aaron Jones brings a good aspect to the game as well. So it's, I think key to the success is going to, honestly, they might be more of a running team this year. Uh, obviously with the big weapon, Devontae gun, he'll be spreading it out, you know, giving people chances, but that running game, man, I think that's going to be a huge key to where they can, you know, maybe switch their philosophy a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It seemed like LaFleur really wanted to run the ball more when he first came to green Bay. And there was a little bit of tension <clears> there with Rogers. Who's like, dude, I'm, I'm the man. Like, Let me do my thing. You know? I'm a man. I'm a but man. now I'm sure Rogers is like, 40. no, that's fine. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll just <laughs> hand it off. And also he's got this big fat paycheck. So he's probably God think paying the guy that much money to hand the ball off. True. Yikes. Sam Darnold could do that. So just saying, <laughs> so just you're saying, saying make a swap, you want make to a swap, put make Sam Darnold in there. Penny's um, on the so I think, I think the Packers will be competitive again. They always will. Their defense will be really good. I think they're still probably a playoff team, but they're not going to be 13 and four. I don't see that unless, unless their running game is that dominant that people just can't, like, I don't know if their O-line is that dominant to, to just run all over people. Maybe. Maybe. And remember, they can't – but maybe it's better if they don't have, like, a 13-4 year because they can't win a playoff game at home anyway. So That's true. Let, let them go on the road. So true. So true. Let them go on the road. Let's move on to division rivals, the Vikings. Ooh. The big news in Minnesota. Not so much on the player and personnel stands. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, let's just look at this real quick. A little side-by-side. Side. Key departures, none. Okay. None, uh, really? Division. Head coach, I guess. So their okay. head coach is actually pretty buzzy because he was Sean McVay's uh, office coordinator with the Rams. Right. And so anybody attached to McVay at this point is that it's new just, young oh. gun, you know, bring in the fire. People are excited about it. So there's a yeah. lot of buzz about what the offense is going to look like. It's boosted Kirk Cousins stock value, who was already honestly a really steady, like top 12 to 15 quarterback. He flew under the radar there. forever. He's always there. Yeah. Really steady. But it, it obviously Justin Jefferson is the man on this team, uh, even more so than Dalvin Cook, I'd say. And so, yeah, this is about Justin Jefferson. It's going to be his time to absolutely light it up. I think this yeah. year, uh, you got um, Thielen, you got KJ Osborne still. Irv Smith is back from an injury, true. tight end. So I, I think they're going to be kind of exciting this year. They lost Kyle Rudolph though. I guess I could have put that as a key departure. You know what? That is a key departure. He's now a Buck as well, right? Once again, it's like one of those signings. It's like. God, they just just smart. Uh, but well, it's interesting for the past few years, everyone's always been buzzing about the Vikings defense, you know, and Zimmer's like this defensive guru and all the and the defense sucked. And it's just there was just so many holes. So and now, of course, you get the new Sean McVay Jr. And so everyone's all hyped up about the offense. So one something's got to deliver. And you, you hope that it's going to be that this year. As you said, it's it's got to run through Justin Jefferson. I mean, he has a great running mate in Adam Thielen. So I mean, that's that's a perfect scenario for both of them. Uh, yeah. I mean, but then, as you mentioned, Dalvin Cook, his health is going to be the biggest thing. So, Vikings fans, I will do you a favor. I will not draft Dalvin <laughs> Cook, okay? Because two... You've been uh, burned too many times. I have. It's like you're a monster, but to a much higher extent and much worse degree. Much more severe. Uh, Most it's like an eighth-round guy. You're just like your first-round pick every year, and it just burns you. It burns. And so, uh, Vikings fans, as I said, take note. Even if I have, like, the fourth pick and fifth pick and he's there i'm not taking him no matter what so 
have faith in that. He will be healthy all year. You're welcome. I think enough people, and I've, I've done, again, I've done a couple of mocks and I did a real, like a slow best ball draft uh, over the summer. And I think enough people are scared off by his injury to probably bump him either toward the back end of the first round or maybe yeah. sometimes around the turn. And the problem, the real problem is you have to draft Alexander Madison when you get him. Yeah. And you don't know when you're supposed to draft Madison. And so like someone out of nowhere <laughs> will, will snake him from you. And you're like, crap. You're like yep. I thought I could get him in like the 11th or 12th. And someone would be like eighth round, be like Alexander Madison sucker. <laughs> you're like, damn it. You know? So, I, so it's the problem with Dalvin cook is you get screwed on his handcuffs so easily. Well, you ha- I mean, we did the classic handcuffs, handcuff swap last year. I mean, it worked yeah. out for both of us. So it did. It did. But I was that guy. You know, if you get if you get Dalvin, you know I'm snaking Madison just to piss you off. Third round. Take him in the third round. And I'm gonna get him for four to six games every year, and he's gonna be money. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like if you're saying Dalvin drops to the second round, just take Madison in the fourth. And you're, like, you're, yeah. you're, you're getting like five to six games. That's great value out of a fourth round pick because he's good when he plays. You get a half a Dalvin for for a third or fourth round instead. So much better. Yeah. Totally worth it. Just totally jump in. All right, so what do you think? You think the Vikings better than eight and nine this year? Probably in that range again. What do you think? I mean, they might steal one from the Packers just because the Packers will be a little bit down. I mean, they're still playing the Bears and the Lions twice. Yeah, let's be honest. They're a plus or minus one or two games above or below 500. So, yeah, that's, that's probably in their range. New head coach, you got to adjust to it. But maybe they'll just be the consistent, flashy offense that we've been hoping for. And, again, health will be – I mean, Thalen's been hurt, Dalvin, so – it's going to depend on health and whether that offense can click. So I, yeah, I think it's once again, like nine and eight, maybe 10 and seven. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to put real hard numbers in there. We're not, we're not analyzing that. Not yet. Not you yet. are. Cause you're over the top expert. All right, let's move on. Wearing to, a jacket. That's wearing true. You do have a blazer on. I think you're qualified <laughs> now to predict records. Let's, let's check out my bears oh, and my Justin team. Fields led bears. So he needed a little bit of help after they let go of Allen Robinson. Let's see who they added. Velas Jones, Byron Pringle. <laughs> Some big and names. One name is St. Brown. Okay, 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 okay. But let's be honest. The best offseason move was their departure of Matt Nagy. <laughs> God, ain't that the truth, man. Like, honestly, that'll just be a shot of adrenaline in the arm. I mean, I just think the culture he was building, there's no culpability, just always pointing like never putting it on himself so that'll be gone uh and we're going to talk about another key coach departure later on spoiler alert uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry but um yeah i just think that's going to be huge i mean you know as we talked about last year i was not a huge justin fields guy honestly even though he still doesn't have a great weapon i think he will have a can you have a bounce back here from your rookie year uh i don't know he'll just have some stability he's going to be qb1 from day one uh probably unleash him a little bit more but you're right i mean we still don't he doesn't have a true weapon and that oh wait what we forgot to put key additions oh how do we forget this Nikhil harry my boy did they pick up Nikhil harry oh my god for him <laughs> traded for him wow you, so here's the best part so Nikhil harry was a first round pick for the patriots and what was it 19 you know what they traded him for <laughs> a ham sandwich and a Worse. A bag of Fritos. A seventh round pick. A seventh round pick. <laughs> I would honestly rather have the hands. Nice. Yeah. Oh, the so, bag of Fritos anyway. is pretty nice. So uh, pick up a defensive minded head coach, which always, it doesn't like scare me for the offense. I'm just kind of like, really, you want to see what their OC is going to do, you know? 
Right. But they get this this guy who was a DC for the Colts last year, and he's he's a seasoned coach. I mean, he's been in the league for 20, 30 years, so he knows what he's doing. But he really wanted someone exciting to come in. I would have rather seen O'Connell here and see okay. him unleash Justin Fields and be like, okay, now we're talking. Yeah, but then he saw what other weapons they had. Like, okay, not going. There. Never mind. <laughs> Never I don't mind. want Byron Justin Pringle Jefferson. to be my guy. Byron Pringle. Yeah. <laughs> Tough call. Yeah. Uh, I'm still in on fields as you will find out as the season goes on, you know, I will be in on fields this year. And honestly, these, these guys are like, they're all kind of scrappy. You know, they're not, they're not terrible. I, I thought Byron Pringle in Kansas city did a really nice job considering how crowded it was. Like he had his moments for sure. Uh, Vilas Jones is like a, he's a mature rookie. He's 25. Everyone talks about that. He's 25 year old rookie. He's shown flashes as well. St. Brown. He's inconsistent. I don't love that <laughs> one. Um, and Nikhil Harry doesn't do anything for me either, but Another year of Cole Komet. Uh, the running backs are good there. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. I guess this would be a little bit of time. Cole Komet could be a sleeper of a tight end this year. I know people were kind of high on him last year, but he, he really did nothing. But, you know, Jimmy Grant's gone. I mean, Cole Komet is the dude. And as we yeah. always say, young quarterbacks need that that dump off, that security blanket. And so he's a tight end. So Cole Komet could be a sleeper top, granted, tight end the wasteland so by saying like top seven it's not that great but like he could be up there so on my sleeper list for definitely for tight end if not offensive weapon offensive weapon sleeper Watch of that. the year cool commit <laughs> you I get think, your uh, the fields i'll get the cole command you know we'll get the jerseys going um no <laughs> I, I i agree i think cole commit's gonna have a good year um top seven's probably best case for him there are actually I did the rankings this past weekend. Like there are actually seven, like legit, you know, their names kind of tight ends, you know, their names. Uh, um, well, when I say that, I mean like Darren Wallers of the world, you know, like these guys are real studs. Even Who's Dalton Schultz, back this year, even Dalton Schultz, who I think has got a more solidified role at this point, but Cole Komet's probably top 12 ish consideration for sure. Top 10, top 12. Yeah. I think I'll have a good year. And again, they got to throw somebody. I just think Fields is more of a down, downfield thrower when he can. And so they're bringing in some speed. St. Brown's got speed. Harry's got speed. Springle, Pringle's a streaker. So, I mean, I don't know. I think I think we're going to see something out of Fields. And, and thank God they got a new coach that will actually let him run the ball, hopefully, too. Yeah. There was a game where he had, like, one carry for three yards, and you're like, he's a runner. <laughs> <laughs> he's a runner. He's just getting pounded in the pocket. Me. He's like, just stand back there and throw it. And it's like, just huck it. Bro, whoever's out there, it's you fine. You drafted this dude. You knew what you were getting. Yeah. Uh, I digress. A lot of time on the Bears. Let's move I on. I digress. Bears. Let's move on to your hometown. Oh, Let's my hometown heroes. heroes. Lions. Let's Let go. Lions. Yes. Let's hey, go. man. I feel like the Lions are everybody's sweetheart right now. Just, I mean, they love Dan Campbell. It's Dan it's just, Campbell, man. That's that's really is. what it is because he's got the right attitude for a, a coach yeah. who, like, He's got that grinded out attitude. But he's also like, we're not good, but we want to be good. <laughs> and everybody here wants to be good. And we're going to keep trying. And I yeah. think people respect that. Yeah. I mean, and again, I, we look at these key additions of DJ Shark. Shark? I'm just going to call him Shark. I like DJ Shark better. Yeah. Uh, and drafting Jameson Williams. Um, they're basically telling Goff, I know you got one year left under contract, but hey, we're giving you the pieces. Like, you got to show something. And crazy enough, the second half of the year, or even uh, it might have been like the last seven or six games, Goff was like a top eight quarterback in terms of yardage and throwing touchdowns. And I know it was a lot of your boy, Amon Ra. So he's shown flashes that he can do it, even with that not that many tools. And so they're they're giving him the tools now. You're going to have a health, healthy DeAndre Swift. You're going to have now these new key additions. So 
they're basically saying, okay, this is your year, put it up or shut up. And, you know, let's see what we can do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as you see, they didn't really lose much, um, if anything. So yeah. they really focus on the least, offense. Yeah. I know they seem to be doing that a lot. Uh, but Hawkinson's going to be back and healthy. They gave him another year extension because, I mean, he's a beast. So, I mean, the Lions aren't going to be that bad. They're all, they were already scrappy. They were very competitive in lots of games last year, and now they're putting their faith in Goff. He showed it towards the end of last year. So, I don't know, man. It, I don't know if you reach for uh, what is it um, sympathy wins or whatever, but it's like, you know, six wins. Is that all right? Well, here, there's one nice thing about having the talent they have on offense and finishing last in your division is that you get to play last year's last place finishers in other divisions. Yeah. So the schedule is going to be soft for sure. Uh, the division itself is in some ways rebuilding, you know, Green Bay is certainly rebuilding and Chicago is in year two of a rebuild. So, there's opportunity there. Yeah. I think Minnesota shouldn't have much trouble with Detroit, but to your point, like <laughs> did, health, if DeAndre Swift is healthy and part of why golf was chucking it so much is they were down DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Jamal I mean, they Williams. were down to like guys like Henry Johnson is running the ball. Like Weren't random people like that for like the Detroit running back. Position? They asked, yeah. they asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a hangnail. I couldn't do it at yeah. that time, but they did yeah. ask if I wanted to run the ball. And uh, so they were giving it to like Craig, I want to say Craig Ferguson or Craig Robinson. <laughs> Craig Ferguson. <laughs> it was Craig something, something generic. And I was like, good grief, Craig, who are these people? Yeah. So they had, they had to check it a little bit more. But they also wanted to see what they had with Amon Ra. And then Hawkinson was injured a little bit too. So like, it was a bit of a mess. But you're right. I mean, I think Goff got more comfortable. They let him he throw did. the ball more. He's got more weapons this year. Mr. Williams probably won't be ready to start the season. But he is a baller when he's, yeah. when he's healthy. So when he's back second half of the year, this team can really open it up. If, if DeAndre Swift is healthy, I think he's going to have a monster year. Yeah. Um, I think I agree. I think they'll be better. I'm going 13, three and one. I'm just going to reverse it. <laughs> just, just the old flip. Yeah. <laughs> just 13, right, three quiz. and one. Pop quiz. Uh, one, what was the one? Do you remember? Pittsburgh. Yep. Can you name the three? Oh, God. I don't think so. <laughs> I know one was the Cardinals. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Second half slump. Yeah. Oh, crap. That I couldn't tell you. I couldn't name the other two. I th- was one. That's why I can't remember if it was the Bears or not. But anyway, Probably. all right. So, Kemp, we just did the NFC North powerhouse. So, let's move to another the, powerhouse. Sticking with the powerhouse theme, who do, who are we going with? Tighten <laughs> up, baby. Let's go. Let's go. The AFC South. Yeah. So, what's funny is like last year, Green Bay obviously was like the one seed, right, for the NFC, and the Titans were the one seed for the AFC. Yeah. And these two divisions this year seem like a dumpster fire. Um, it, it compared to like all of their divisions, you know, I think like the AFC South has got maybe a little more action going because you got the Titans and the Colts, but barely. I give it a yeah. slight edge over the NFC North. But at the same time, these are our home teams too, so it's kind of fun to, to cover these two divisions. <laughs> the Titans are going to look quite different. Quite different. Very different. They made the biggest splash in the draft when they traded away A.J. Brown, really surprisingly, and then drafted who they called his replacement, exact clone, Traylon Burks, out of Arkansas. I don't know, yet to be seen. Yeah. Um, that's But that's the big news. Julio Jones is gone, as we mentioned earlier. And I, I say Deontay Foreman's gone, too, from a key departure. He wasn't like a, a huge player, but when Henry was hurt, serviceable, man. he really came on and looked really good, actually. Yeah. And so um, you got rid of him. Now, they did draft Hassan Haskins, who's getting no buzz whatsoever out of Michigan. 
But I tell you what, I watched the kid play in college. A big fan of him? I'm a fan of him. He, he split is. the backfield. They had two running backs that both got like 50-50 share in Michigan. Well, they had like five running backs in Michigan. You talked to one Kyle Seeger. He's like, what? Just choose one guy. <laughs> Just they had two one. main guys. Two main guys, but they had a bunch of talent, right? Yeah. Haskins was the thumper. He's the bruiser, man. And that's why I like him in Tennessee because it's like, again, if Henry gets hurt, he's got the right build at least and running style to potentially try and be like, you know, uh, half the size of Derek's shoes. Yeah, he's no one replaces Derek Henry at this point in his career, but that's your best attempt. And I, I don't hate that. Now, the Titans picked up Robert Woods, which I thought was a that's really a great, great pickup. Pick I think he is super solid as a number two receiver typically, but I think he can be an okay number one. He'll be bottom half number one, but I think he'll be really solid for them. But here's what he also brings. Like everyone in, in uh, at the Rams organization just raved about him as a teammate, just as a you know a competitor. I mean, he had such a renaissance in his career in, I mean, I want to say LA, but some of St. Louis. Uh, I mean, because he was drafted by the Bills, you know, coming out of U, he was USC, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, once again, those big name receivers coming out of USC, goes to Buffalo, you know, didn't, he was like, okay. He just never lived up to that hype, but then goes to the Rams and man, he had a, a great career there. And honestly, if you're losing AJ Brown, you're not going to fill his shoes. Robert Woods is a great pickup. I mean, honestly, he's coming off the ACL or yeah, it was ACL or Achilles. One. It was ACL. 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 And uh, he's obviously coming up that injury, but that's a guy. He's going to be solid. He's going to be consistent. He can be relied on. So that's good for Tannehill. Once again, you fill in another tight end, which we always say is a good safety valve. Uh, Austin Hooper is a solid pickup. You know, he kind of has dropped off from his bigger years, but um, it's a good pickup. I mean, they made some solid additions. They weren't like wowing everybody. Maybe the Robert Woods was probably the splashiest one, but yeah. they're just solid all around. I think Austin Hooper is a massive upgrade in the tight end room for the Titans who were throwing out Anthony Furster and, and Pruitt. You know, like these people are not, these were not stud tight ends by any stretch now right. hooper to your point has dropped off a bit but he was like a top three tight end two years in a row in atlanta he was the guy big can atlanta. play all right so he goes to the tight end wasteland in cleveland you can never figure it out with a tight david njoku david njoku can't figure it out so he goes there and does nothing and you're like oh he's done i'm like i don't i don't know that i don't think so necessarily right. give the guy an option like this is a very tight end friendly offense mm-hmm. this is a running offense and play action and Tannehill loves to hit the tight end and play action and so your receivers are not often going deep. And so, again, Robert Woods streaking over the middle is really good. You run slants. You run crossers, a post. Like, those are the kind of patterns I think the Titans win on a lot. A dig or an out route or something. Like, you don't you don't need, like, a, everyone running flies or, or, you know, double moves or anything. This is play action. It's quick. And the Titans get a lot of action here. So I think Austin Hooper will be far and away the best tight end they've had, at least in, since Jonu Smith left, but maybe since Delaney Walker left. Johnny Smith is a swear word up in New England right now. So Johnny Smith was great here. I don't know what they're doing with him in, in New England, but he's actually turned into a total blocker up there, which he's, he's been very effective, but just he's not doing much on offense. No. Uh, but uh, Austin Hooper, I think, is actually a really good pickup for them. Yeah. Now, again, once again, it could be one of those guys who you, you think he's down, and then, hey, remember me, I'm, I'm still good. So, I, no, that's a great pickup. Uh, so, real quick, would you say this key to success is still through the run game and AJ, AJ Henry and Derrick Henry? Yeah, I think it depends on his health. I mean, he came back at the end of the year after he'd broken his foot. He played in the playoff game. So he that's my was, I'm gonna cut you off. So that's my question. Yeah. Do you give him do you lighten his workload because you're worried about that foot? Like 
I mean, I know this guy is a horse. He is the thing. He is the whole combined, like, a freaking bulldozer. But clearly showed that injury. Do you do you worry about that? Do you have to lighten that workload? I don't know the answer, and I, I haven't heard enough Mike Vrabel. He wouldn't give you the answer anyway, but I haven't heard a lot of interviews on him recently. But um, I don't know that... I don't know that you want to do a 15 carry a game, Derrick Henry, because part of his success is him wearing down the defense. Sure. And and you could say like, well, you could let someone else wear down the defense and then bring him in. But I think some of it, he also kind of needs to get going. He needs to get some contact to start feeling, okay, I've still got juice. I still got juice. I don't know. I don't know if his, it's always like second half success is insane for this guy. I don't know if it's because so, the defense is worn down because he's been beating him up or if he's right. getting better. You know, some some running backs are like rhythm guys. They need reps to really get going. If he's that guy, then you can't limit his workload. If it's just a matter of wearing down the defense, then yeah, you could rest him more in the first half and let him come out in the second half and thump on people. But to be fair, that doesn't work if you're trailing. So you've also got to stay ahead in the game in order to run the ball in the second half. So like it's a catch-22 a little bit. You, you really, 22, Derrick Henry, you really kind of got to, let him fly. I think you just got to let it go and see what happens. And you got to just know running backs have a short shelf life anyway. Right. And he could get hurt again. And hopefully Haskins can step in and some other guys they've got can step in and take over if he does. Okay. So is he your running back one? Is he the first running back coming off the board? No, I, I think he's probably in the three to five range. I think, I think Jonathan Taylor is younger, fresher, and is the focal point of his offense. I think you got to go with him. And I think McCaffrey still, if he's healthy, he's still on everybody's, you know, just what he gives you. He's still the guy, but Henry's in, I could, I could take Henry at two. If I wanted, um, I could take him through four for running backs, you right. know? Okay. Yeah. I think he's still that, that top, top five guy. I really do. All right. Well, uh, speaking of one, Jonathan Taylor, who we got after the Titans, my man. Oh, that's right. The Colts. The Colts. did that on purpose. The Chokey Colts, who oh blew it to the Jaguars and couldn't make it into the playoffs last year. That was so fun. fun. So fun. I mean, again, I'm a Patriots guy, so I've always had that rivalry with, with the Peyton Manning-led Colts, so True. I do True. always have a soft spot when they choke. But honestly, last year I was pulling for them just because they were a fun, wild team to watch. Because they had, you know, very big aspirations at the beginning of the year. Then obviously Jonathan Taylor was just something else. Um, but then just to kind of choke it away like that, still had a little place in my heart. Like, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> love to see it. I know you're not a big uh, Carson Wentz fan either. So you probably loved to see him choke specifically. He is now gone. That was a but, one year, one and done experiment. <laughs> but honestly, like, I don't have much against Carson Wentz because he didn't play in that Super Bowl. So I'm like, That's true. Nah, whatever. Uh, but Carson Wentz was a stud for me in the two weeks I had to play him last season. (laughs) He did have a couple weeks of usability. That's true. Right. So he, he did great for me. He got me like 28 points. So Hey, it was one of those wild. But Hey, thankfully for you, he's been replaced by your boyfriend, Matt Ryan, the fold in the cheese college, Matt Ryan, (laughs) the goat of folding the cheese of our do it bet. Yes. Matt Ryan. stud. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, (laughs) I know this is just going to sound lame and bad. Do not sleep on Matt Ryan this year. I actually, I, I got to tell you, this is going to be breaking news for the podcast. I'm actually with you. Don't sleep on him this year. I feel so much better about him in this situation. 
Yes. He's in a much better situation than your Falcons of last year. Uh, he's got your boy Tate. I mean, he's going to have a finally an established running game. He's going to have some weapons on offense. I mean, this is a great, that was a great move for them. Uh, yep. Granted, it's their fifth QB in five years, but uh, <laughs> can you name them? Quick, name the five. I was going to say Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, now Matt Ryan, Jacoby Brissett, and Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck retired, I guess it was. That counted. No, nope, that was five years. So there it is. Okay. Boom. Well done. Good How job. About that? Uh, so I don't know. I know it's been a different quarterback each year, but this was a savvy move. I think it's it's similar to the Phillip Rivers, but I still I think Matt Ryan has a, a slightly longer shelf life, like maybe a couple years left. I think he's got more gas in the tank than Rivers did when yes. he made this move. Yeah. So hey, I just think it's a good move. It's not splashy by any means, but it's smart. And I think it could pay huge dividends. So I think that'll be fun to watch. Matt Ryan is less uh unpredictable. Yes. Like he's more predictable than Carson Wentz who could ball out in given moments. And he could also completely choke a game away from you. <laughs> yes. And while Matt Ryan has one of the biggest chokes in NFL history with that Super Bowl, he's not yeah. typically like a total choke artist. No, he's, he's a very solid quarterback. Although he's got, he, he makes almost, good decisions. He almost did choke away my do it bet board last year in the last like That's four true. weeks. <laughs> I was like, well, one of his receivers was gambling on NFL <laughs> games. <laughs> uh what and and the other one would went to the titans you know he's like get me out of this place uh wow. he had a receiving he had a receiver running the ball for them and a rookie tight end which never never balls out so i don't know i just don't blame him on that the colts have a very good offensive line they have potentially the best run game in the nfl which helps the quarterback with play action a ton and, and softens the you know have, they, if they load up the box and you get a softened secondary it's like he's he's in a great situation for a quarterback and he's got a young stud in Michael Pittman, who I just love. You love and him. this new guy, Alec Pierce, they draft in the in the second round, looks really good as well. Um, I don't know. I think I think it's a great spot for him. I agree. He's got Here's a big he's got a big tight end, and they drafted another big tight end too. So well, he did lose his tight end, Jack Doyle. But he lost Jack Doyle. Here's the big problem. They did also add Nick Foles. <laughs> so watch out for that quarterback controversy. That you know it, room, man. You know it. Watch out. Watch out. Um, it's a great move. It was a great move on his part. So yes. I'm happy for him. I, I hate to see it in the Colts. And I, I never hate uh, Matt Ryan. It's tough for me to hate Matt Ryan. I just always thought he's just like a really solid guy. You hate it. Even when he was at BC and, and he had to play Wake Forest when I was I lived in Atlanta, saw him around the city, you know, and then, of course, now with the Colts, as much as I don't want the Colts to win, like I do like Matt Ryan. Okay. Time so out. Did you we'll literally see. just say you saw him around? Like you legitimately saw him? Like, hey, there's Matt Ryan. I did see Matt Ryan once in Atlanta in like a Target randomly. And no I was like, way. Matt Ryan shops at Target. No, I'm not kidding. I if saw him at Target in street dollar, clothes. If you say he was in the dollar aisle, I'm just using the, the bargain out. bins. He was fishing around the bargain bins. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get some of those little maze puzzles that you move around the little yeah, metal ball. The ball goes through. Yeah, it falls around there. That's right. Or like That's dog right. <laughs> notepads. <laughs> the Target dog. The Target dog notepad. It's the spot. Yeah. I did okay. see him in Target, but uh, no, I, I'm I more meant like you see him in the city, like doing things in the city. No, you literally the, meant the proverbial. You see him around. Matt, there, oh, hey, there Matt. he is. What up, Matty? <laughs> anyway, right, moving on. Let's Who move got on. the Colts? The Texans. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Your division I know you is love so bad. The Texans. I know so it drops off real fast. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, this is pretty ugly. So, this is the second year of the Davis Mills show. We'll see what happens there. Your boy, Davis, Davis Mills. You love him. You love Second best guy. rookie quarterback. Second best rookie quarterback. 
I think he's actually um, fairly solid. They are still in contention for the Jimmy Garoppolo sweepstakes. So there's a chance he ends up down there. Won't probably impact the offense a ton, but he's a steadier hand than a, a second year guy, I guess. But I don't know. I like Davis Mills just fine. Their running back room is totally different at this point, but it was different yeah. last year too. They picked up Marlon Mack from the Colts, uh, who had to miss all of last year. He had an Achilles injury. Yep. I don't know how that's going to go. Solid. I, mean, I think he was a solid runner, but like, I don't know. I don't know if that's your answer. He's, I mean, he's, he's getting up there guy. in age. He's coming off of a bad injury. I'm not sure. Is uh, David you know what? Johnson I think, still alive? I think David Johnson um, is now selling insurance somewhere or is a State Farm? Yeah, preacher or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. You should use those uh, State Farm commercials with Jake. Um, they draft this kid, Damian Pierce, out of Florida, who looks like a looks like a beast. He's got a little bit of a Marshawn Lynch in him, actually. Uh, he's a he's a beast, but he's also you know crowded backfield kind of thing in Florida. You didn't get to see him a ton, but right. when you did, he was he's a monster. So he's the buzzy name in the backfield. I think people are talking about what's going to happen with him. Um, I think they're going to let Marlon Mack start the season as a starter. Give him the veteran nudge, you know, and see what Pierce does in training camp and in the preseason and all that. But probably a matter of time before Damian Pierce is the name you want to know here. Okay. And then Fair. John Mechie, I think we all heard about this. Really sad, but yeah. hopeful as well. Uh, they draft John Mechie. He was a, just a great college receiver out of Alabama. Uh, he was diagnosed with a form of leukemia that he is called the most treatable form of leukemia, which is really good to hear. Hate to see anybody go through that, but it, he did say, basically, I'm not playing this season, so – uh, really hope he gets better, and I w- can't wait to see what he does in the yeah. league. Okay. Key departure there is obviously Deshaun Watson. Didn't play last year anyway, but uh, not even part of the team, which in in some ways is great because you know there's no more drama. There's no more right. he's out. You don't have to worry yeah. about it. It's just completely you know clean slate with that whole just situation. That question so, mark is gone. It's just yeah, yeah. Get it out. It was so it was so like will they won't they all all year with him last year. So that's just one less thing for them to worry about. They can focus on the team they have. I think Brandon Cooks is the dude for sure. And um, he is. He was solid. He is, I mean, I'm he's the actually, least sexy, solid top 15 receiver you're going to get. I hit my words every time we'd be talking about Brandon Cooks. I was like, this dude, like, no, he's not going to be good. He's no one's going to be. He was just. He's a stud, man. He was like a hidden gem that probably won people a lot of championships just because you got him late, if at all. You just pick him up and you could legitimately put him as wide receiver three or flex and be golden. So yep. he was so incredibly solid um, and he's been on so many different teams. He's always been solid. Right. So it's like the same story every year, but like, and... why? Like he's like, so he's great on the saints. Obviously had Drew Brees on to Patriots trade for him, had a great year, got his bell rung in the super bowl. So kind of got screwed in the job there. So they trade him. like, cause we traded him to the Rams and then, you know, he's on the Texans now. It's just wild where he's been going. Yep. He was um he was receiver sixteen last year. See? And he had Would ten you? weeks of double digits, you know, which is like a super high percentage. Um, I mean, it's just he's just rock solid. He's yeah. a he is a eight for eighty or a seven for seventy guy pretty consistently. Yeah. Kind of like the old like Jarvis Landry used to be when he had those couple of really great years where you're like, I just know he's gonna be rock solid and in PPR. This is a top 15 guy. But which is kind of weird because I feel like early on in his career, he was always the deep threat. So it'd be like he was a four burner. for 90 or like yeah. three for 82. But yeah. now he's getting more of the receptions in general, which again, in PPR is huge. So, yep. Again, he's I still got word. that speed. He's, he, can still, he can still rip it open. But yeah. I agree. All right, Brandon. Good for you. 
Great job, Brandon. Okay, let's move on to the basement of the AFC South and the real of the entire league as well. The Jaguars! Jaguars. (laughs) So, obviously, the the biggest addition slash or departure, which is departing by adding or adding by departing, is Urban Meyer, you gone. Like, my God. I know we talked about it so much last year, but just like hearing the stories coming out in the offseason and just what the dumpster fire was that was and just how toxic of a culture. I love that the kicker is suing him now. The best. Like, that's spectacular. <laughs> that was like, awesome. He kicked the guy during pregames. <laughs> you kicked your kicker, like, in the foot. I like, also, like, I wouldn't kick a kicker. Like, those guys can kick, dude. I, I wouldn't they would any kick part of that. Back. They would kick you right in the face. <laughs> I, Knock you right I out. I how much I can extend my leg. Yeah. Have crazy. you seen my leg up? <laughs> yeah. So, yes, obviously, Urban's gone. Uh, I love in the bring in Doug Peterson. I feel like that's a great fit. It's the same kind of colorish with that tealish green. That's true. Kind of. That's right. That's right. He's just like a high energy guy, like a Dan Campbell kind of thing. So he's, he's a probably former quarterback. Listen, this, this is a Trevor Lawrence move. That's why they do it. You know, he's a former yeah. quarterback in the league, and he's going to be great for Trevor Lawrence. And that's they're like, man, we didn't see much out of him last year, and we can't blame him because no. he had Urban. So let's give him a quarterback who is a quarterback friendly coach. Uh, this guy's a veteran coach. He's been around the league. He's done well um, for the most part. I mean, he's, he's rock solid. I think this yeah. will be a very stabilizing hire as Stay well, which they needed. Yeah, so this is really so, good for them. Yeah, but then you look at the departures. Obviously, they lost DJ and their their wide receiver core. And, you know, James Robinson going down last year in the Achilles, you know, he's not going to be ready by the beginning of the year. Uh, so I, I don't see how you can be ready from Achilles when he – what was it, like week 11? It was late. Like that's, that's, that's a full, full that's a 12 full months year. at least. At least. Typically. I just can't see him coming back, especially when they had ETN, who is, I put him in additions just because we didn't see him at all last year because of his injury. Yep. So, I mean, I can't imagine a world, especially if ETN is doing well. You ain't going to see James Robinson. I, I agree. I'm not sure that ETN has the build to be a three down, every down back kind of guy. But I he would can love catch to see the it ball out the backfield. Like that's going to be huge. Obviously, oh, he's he has definitely a third that... down back, and and I think he can be like a second and third. But like, can he can he run every? Maybe it's not three downs the wrong phrase. Like, can he run every possession? You know, like every series, or is he gonna? He's gonna alternate, and maybe it's two to one. Him and James Robinson, or him and whoever else. Daria Gunboe, Daria Gunboe is also gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's gone too. So I don't know who their next guy up is, um, but. Maybe it's Lavisca Chenault. I don't know, they, they, <laughs> but I'm not sure. I'm not sure the ATN can can carry every series. You know, he's not a he's not. There's only a few guys like that in the league anymore, and so maybe that doesn't matter. But I just feel um, like he's a cool we'll Swiss see. Army knife kind of guy to have, and especially with the connection he already has with Lawrence. I mean, he could. Be I love him as a player. I right. loved him in college. He was hella productive in college. Yeah, and he and Trevor are our best buddies. So. I think he's a really good player, and I'd love to see him. Honestly, I would love to see it if he can make see what it, he can do. If he can get 20, 25 touches a game, I don't yeah. know that he'll do it, but he could. And he could end up surprising us and be more like a DeAndre Swift, you know, maybe kind of similar to that where, granted, he's injury, a little bit injury-prone or injury-ridden, but he can handle the workload. He's bulked up enough, whatever. So maybe, he's, yeah. maybe he comps out more like that. But this was his first true injury, wasn't it? I mean, he wasn't hurting Clemson at all. No, not that I remember. Yeah. No, so, I don't mean that he's injury prone. Swift is injury, seemingly injury prone. Oh yes, but I mean, I didn't any mean that Detroit running back is injury prone. 
Listen, if I was running back in Detroit, I would sit down for a few games too. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, my knee. Oh, oh. man. I, I got, that's going to be got a three, there. four to six weeks. I'm out. <laughs> four to six. Just give me a break. Just please. So you can't blame him there. What do you think about them uh, giving quite the contract to Christian Kirk? It's a bit of a gamble. I mean, I liked him as a number two in Arizona. I thought he was a, a really solid player. I'm not even sure he's going to be the number one. I guess you pay him that kind of money. He's got to be, but I don't know. They've still got Marvin Jones there. LaVisca Chenault's there. They brought in Zay Jones as well. They got two tight ends. They got Evan Ingram. Zay Jones down the stretch was great last year. (laughs) Again, when Darren Waller was out, he was, he was like a six for 60 every game. If you you needed a plug and play, he was solid. You did a couple times in daily fantasy. You had your boy Zay cheap. Oh, he was great. DFS. He was like three grand and he gets you 15 points. Steal. Money in the bank. Listen, they all have their own utility. It just depends on your, it depends on what you're playing, you know? True. There's a, there's a seat for every ass. That's what you used to say. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's a seat for every ass. We'll take yeah. that. That's fair. Wow. Okay. So we did the powerhouses of the NFC, NFC North and the AFC South. So we're only to go downhill from here. Let's be honest. Yeah. I don't even know if we care about the rest of the divisions, honestly, but no. I guess we'll cover them for everybody. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Wow. Okay. So yeah. So we're gonna be doing uh, division previews for the next couple of weeks as we get closer to the season. As we said, officially football month. So that's great. From here until February, we're gonna have months of football. So that's great. Glad to have oh, it back. Yeah. Cam, it was good to get back in the saddle too. It's really good. Yeah, man. This is pretty fun. I like the video too. You guys need to hook it up. We need we need likes and subscribes. What do we do? Do we do like give us a <laughs> thumbs like, up if you want? Oh, like, if you want to see more content, here. click the button here. I, never, I feel like we gotta learn how to do that. Click here. Yeah, we don't know how to do it, but I do know there's a little bell underneath this video. So go click that to subscribe to our content. I feel like I have this big white door. That's perfect to put the button. Like, subscribe. Dude, even I know there's a bell to subscribe. And I call it the YouTube. The tube of use? Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, do we know? No. It's going to be a surprise who we got for you coming on Thursday. So just remember that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But hey, I guess without further ado... As always, keep holding that cheese. Fold it. And now, since we have video, you get to see us rocking out to the <laughs> end. Right? Is that what we do? We're new to the video. I like it. 